Hi, welcome to the Pelvi Biz Podcast. Are you a pelvic health PT or OT struggling to start your own practice? This podcast helps pelvic health PTs and OTs get out of debt, gain the income they desire, be able to treat patients without insurance restraints, and learn how to create time freedom for yourself and your family. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly Alhui, founder of Orthopelvic Physical Therapy, Pelvic Health Business Grower, and Pelvi Biz. Over the last two years, I went from a solo entrepreneur to a seven-person team and counting. I'm here to help provide a clear path to grow your pelvic health business as fast as possible so that you can gain the time freedom, decrease debt, increase income, and live the life that you desire. Before we get started today, make sure you click the link in our bio to grab your ticket for Pelvi Biz. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome guys to Pelvi Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly Alhui. Today, I have my special guest here today, Greg Todd. Welcome, Greg Todd. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. So today, we're going to talk about the recession, right? We sure are. All right. We might as well. And, okay. and you know something? I'll tell you, I just hear doom and gloom with regards to recession. And I think it's very clear, at least it's clear to me, and maybe I just take that for granted, but it's clear to me that it's going to be doom and gloom for about 70% of the people. And it's going to be record-breaking wealth and growth for 30% of people. And really, at the end of the day, you just have to decide, you know, where do you want to be? Do you want to be the 70 or do you want to be the 30? Now I've been through two recessions before and one as a, a, like a functioning adult. And that was in 2008. I was actually a dad and a husband and a business owner. And I went through that one and I, like, I can't even say, I mean, I don't know as much as I know today, but my business went at that time from about 650, 700 a year to about 1.4, 1.3. And there was just certain things that we did during that time that allowed us to thrive. And I know better now. So, so I'm going to thrive during these times. I'm not worried about it at all for me. And, but I think a lot of people should be, especially if they don't have a couple of things in place. So let's talk about all those things today. Is that cool? Yeah, it's really cool. It's interesting. My husband is downstairs right now watching the, I call it the news, but whatever those guys are that are talking about the stocks, I don't even know because I don't watch TV, but, and it's so interesting listening to all these CEOs come on and they're talking about like, well, our numbers are down or this is down. And if you just sat down there, like he's doing right now and just watch that, I'm like, oh my gosh, you have to turn this thing off right now because this is, it's all negative news. And it's like, why would you invest anything listening to this new show? It makes no sense. No, 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 no. This is really important. And please have hubby listen to this part because here's what he would tell you. And if he doesn't tell you this, then he probably needs to listen to this and then tell you this. Okay. So here's the deal. Most people would say, wow, that is so negative. Right. And that's terrible. And everybody that has stocks, it's over. And everybody that has mutual funds, it's over. And everybody that has IRAs, it's over. And everybody that has Bitcoin, it's over. And everybody that has Ethereum, it's over. And everybody that has any type of crypto, it's over. It's over for everybody. Plunge. Okay, so here's the deal. The deal is, is that it's important for you to understand the law of polarity. And the law of polarity is a law to where it states for every negative, there is a positive. For every positive, there is a negative. There is always two sides 
to everything. There's two sides to my shirt. There's two sides to loaf of bread, to a slice of bread, to a piece of pizza. Windows. Paper. There's two sides to everything. So what's really going on right now in the stock market? What's happening is this. We're going through a recession. So what is a recession? A recession is where you have two three-month periods, so two quarters of lower than normal economic activity, okay? That's what a recession is, combined with two quarters in a row of increased unemployment rates. That is what typifies a recession. So here's what you're seeing on the TV right now. What you're seeing is you're seeing a company that basically could be a big company, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Tesla, Apple Corp, whatever, that has a product and they have projections for every single quarter. And their projections are, okay, we need to sell, like, we're going to sell 5 million new iPhones and we're going to sell uh, 4 million new iPads. Okay. And so they have that projection for the quarter and then their shareholders are like, okay, wonderful. That's great. And then when the quarter ends and they said, oh my gosh, we only sold 2 million new iPhones and we only sold 1 million new iPads. Now their stocks go down because people start to lose faith in the company because they're not hitting their projections. So what you're seeing on a whole is you're seeing most of the big companies lose right now. Now, let's talk about the law of polarity here. If I have invested in that stock and I'm investing in that stock only expecting for it to go up, right now, I'm at a loss. Conversely, thing called an option. And you can actually invest in companies going down and you can make money based on if the company goes down. For instance, when we are in war, is war a good thing or a bad thing? The answer is, it depends. It depends what side you're on. It depends if you have invested in gunpowder. It depends if you have invested in ammo, in artillery. It, It just depends on what you've invested in. So for every negative, there's a positive. For every positive, there's a negative. And so There are certain people, I would say 70% of people that are watching that show, like what your husband's watching right now. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is the most terrible thing ever. I've lost 30, 40, 50%. But there are other people that actually have invested in that same stock going down, understanding what's going on in our world right now. And they're betting that they're going to go down more. Those people just made a million dollars today. Some of those people just made $20,000 in the last 20 minutes. So I understand that this podcast is not about stocks. I get it. It's about pelvic health therapists growing their business. But what I can tell you is that we currently, as pelvic health therapists, I'm a physical therapist. I work with lots of pelvic health therapists. Kelly works with lots of pelvic health therapists. What I can tell you is that there are good things happening right now for some people, and there are bad things happening right now. And bad thing that's happening to some people and the good thing that's happening to some people are sometimes the same thing in the middle. It's just what side are you on? And I think belief as well is huge with that. If you believe, hey, I can be I can actually come out on top of this recession. I think that's huge compared to just being like, oh, believing Nancy negatives and believing like all the negative things of, hey, can't grow. I mean, even real estate right now, people can make profits right now in real estate, even though people don't think so, but it's actually, it can happen. Of course it can. It's just understanding that in every situation, there is opportunity. Yep. Is that the perspective that you have? I think that is the question that you as a listener you need to ask yourself, do you only see the negative? Do you only see what everybody else tells you? 
or do you see opportunity in everything? Okay. There's an opportunity right now for you to be able to crush it in business and starting it. Can I talk about that real quick? Yeah, you know, go I'll, for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, he, so here's the deal. So let's talk about the realities of what's going on. We just talked about the recession. That's number one. Number two, we talked about inflation. Inflation is, is that everything is rising up in prices. Okay. Across, you know, we're used to it being three to 4% every single year. That's what it was prior to, you know, the pandemic. Now we're looking at three to five Six percent every single month. Actually, in March of this year, we're at eight point one percent inflation. So basically, here's the deal. The deal is is that your rate of expenses that you have for your family is going up by an average of about thirty six to sixty percent a year. I didn't say four percent. I didn't say three percent. I said thirty six to sixty percent every year. If we're going to take the high number of what happened in March of twenty twenty two, it would be more like ninety six percent every single year. Okay. Now, can you basically double your pay right now? No, they cannot. See, for, see, for me, I see, I can't. Okay. I can't because I'm in business and I'm in, I'm an entrepreneur and an entrepreneur is someone that has learned how to own and operate a business. And we operate businesses based off of solving problems for people. So here's the cool thing for me, right? For me, I realize that I'm in healthcare. I'm in a healthcare world. I have other businesses outside the healthcare world, but one of the businesses I have is in the healthcare world. And I realize that I can solve problems for people. And I know that in healthcare, there's a lot of problems. I'm sure you as a listener right now, you could probably name five problems that are in healthcare right now that you hate, that you wish were changed. See, as an entrepreneur, I'm able to actually change those problems. Here's the other thing I know. I'm not an entrepreneur of some mega conglomerate corporation. So I can turn fast. Hey, Kelly, you were here two weeks ago. And remember we were on that cruise ship? Right. Right. And that was a pretty big ship. Right. 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 Okay. Now, do you remember when me and you and Sydney and a few others were on the third floor? We were waiting for our food to come. Right. Right. And we're on the third floor and it was kind of like we were able to see all the houses. Now, did you remember that there's some jet skis that were going like by us? Yes. And there were some boats that were going by us. And we were just kind of envisioning and dreaming and talking and talking about California and da 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 and all of our little hidden cool moves coming up and stuff like that. Okay. Well, one of the things I noticed was that our ship started to turn around. Okay. I think we got close to the Bel Air Bridge and our ship started to turn around. It took a while for our ship to turn around because our ship's really big. Conversely, I remember seeing a jet ski and a jet ski turned around in a 10th of the time that it took our ship to turn around. So why do I bring that up? I bring that up because I see an amazing opportunity right now. I see an opportunity where people are going to be a little bit more hesitant to spending money. Now, does that mean people aren't going to spend their money? Does that mean that an alien has come down and taken an alien vacuum and sucked up all the money? No, 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 no. The money is there. The money is there. It's just a matter of what people are going to spend their money on. So what I realize and what your listeners should be realizing right now is that there is this amazing opportunity right now to add more value than what everybody else is doing in the marketplace. It's harder for the hospital and their pelvic health department to be able to add additional value because they have so much red tape. They got to go through this person. They got to go through that person. They got to go through the clinic director. Then a clinic director has to go through their administrator. Administrator has to go through this, has to go through that. Oh my gosh, is this worth it? Oh my gosh. Okay. Could we get sued? We don't have to do that when we're a small business. We can add whatever we want. So we can quickly dominate the marketplace just like that. I was just at breakfast with a physician who has six practices. I'm in area. He was telling me about another physical therapist, 
there's a husband and wife. They're working for the local hospital and they were sick and tired of working for the hospital. The people were sick and tired of the hospital nickel and diming them. And it's more money for patients to go to the hospital. So here's what they did. They said, you know, we're leaving the hospital. We've been there for like 18 years and we're going to go open up a clinic just down the road. And they now have a clinic and they're now doing just fine. They're making multiple six figures. See, guys, this is the opportunity that you have right now. And you only have this right now during the recession where people are like, wait a minute, I've got to think, how do I want to use my money? Maybe three years ago, they were like, who cares? Whatever. Everything's great. Everything's good. I'll just do the same thing I'm doing. But now people are like, wait a minute, are you worth it? Now, what I can say is every single one of you as Pelvic health therapists as physical therapists are like, I'm worth so much more. Okay, then now it's time to prove it. You're worth so much more. You have an opportunity right now where people are going to spend their money with who they believe gives them the most value. It's your time. Yeah, Greg. And you know what this reminds me of is in 2020 when COVID hit in March. And you know what? It was kind of the same thing that you were saying to me is like, Okay, who's going to come out on top? And now is the best and biggest opportunity that these people, these entrepreneurs could actually have. And it's kind of the same scenario when you're looking at this recession is who can come out on top and who's going to be able to pivot and be able to do the thing, you know, the quickest and survive and thrive, you know? So let's quickly, if you don't mind, let's turn this. I'm going to interview you now. Is that cool? Okay. Because because it's the same situation. Same situation, yeah. I mean, I remember it in March of 2020, everybody's freaking. I mean, now, guys, let's not think about how it is now. Come on, seriously. Everybody revert yourself back to March of 2020. What was everybody thinking? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is it. This is it. We're all going to lose our jobs. Oh, my gosh. There's going to be no patient street. There could be this. could be that. Maybe you should go out and go do a business because right now people are going to need. There's a huge problem. That's a huge problem, right? The people that were willing to actually identify as entrepreneurs, understanding that these are people that are willing to own and operate a business and they're a business solving the problems that are currently in our world. In our world at that time, healthcare was a problem, but healthcare and the way to deliver healthcare was a serious problem because we were having to shut down our facilities all across. So basically, some people are like, oh my gosh, that means I need to keep my job. Some people are like, oh my gosh, this is my opportunity. They were scared. Kelly, you were one of those people. Yeah, very scared, but I did it. <laughs> so you did. And it worked out. And it worked out. And what really did you do? You did it, but what was it? Because at that time, what were you able to do that a lot of other people weren't doing? What is it? I was just able to leave my job, be able to, you know, basically provide so much value to my clients that they saw that and they were willing to invest in me. And then over time, just, you know, building up clientele and then be able to have, you know, a clinic and then another clinic and hire and just, you know, be able to, now have all my time back and do whatever I want to do. So it really has worked out very, very well. You guys, I want to kind of break down a little bit of the story because I'm hoping that like, sometimes you'll look at a Kelly Alhui, you'd be like, oh my gosh, she's awe-inspiring, da-da-da-da-da, whatnot. And her situation looks a lot different today than what it looked like in March of 2022. I'm sorry, in March of 2020. So in 2020, okay, she leaves her job, right? So how do you provide more value? Well, what was happening? Were people able to go to clinics at that time? No. So how did she start out? Did she start out and go and build a brand new facility? She didn't start out that way. What she did, she said, hey, here's what I'll do right now. I'll come to you. So she started out in the marketplace by saying, hey, I will come to you. Okay. And that's how she started. And And people like that because they felt safer in their own environment, right? They felt safer in their own environment. You guys, very simple. 
An entrepreneur owns and operates a business understanding that I'm going to solve a set of problems for people and I'm a problem solver. I'm going to solve those problems and the person that solves it the best, solve the fastest with the most value wins. Period. The end. Guys, that's, this, this is all it is. So that's what she did. She didn't have to go and get out a $100,000 loan or this. Uh, she just started that way. What did it do? It created some proof, created some belief. Wait, people will actually pay me for this. Wow. Wait a minute. I replaced my annual salary in two months by doing this. Okay. Interesting. All right, cool. And then should she stay there? No, she saw a new problem. New problem is that I can only go to so many houses a day. Like I can only see so many people a day. So now as things started to settle down, she said, you know what? I'm going to now have the ability for people to come to see me. She said, you know what? I would be able to see more people. Problem. I can't see enough people. Okay. Solution. Let me go see more people. Problem. I don't have a place. Solution. Let me get a place. Yeah. And okay. they wanted to come to my house because I didn't have a place then. So I was like, okay, turning a bedroom into to cool. a treatment room. So, so our, I hope you guys are seeing this. Okay. She became what? Resourceful. Resourceful is saying that, and, and by the way, in the Bible, we call this stewardship. Okay. Where what we're looking for is we're not looking for necessarily more. We're looking to say, Hey, can I take advantage of what is currently in front of me? Here's what I know. We all have a brain. We all have a mind and we all have the ability to collect resources, wisdom, knowledge from other people. You can pay for it, but you can also get it for free like you're getting right now on this podcast. Okay. So she was able to say, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to now just have people come to my house. Okay, great. Now it's like, all right, she ran into another problem. All right. Too many people come to her house. Oh my gosh. I need a bigger space. I need more things. So now she goes and she gets space and then she gets a bigger space and then she hires a team and then she hires more people on her team. And then she buys some, and, and like the whole thing goes on, but she's behaving as an entrepreneur. And the minute you start to behave as an entrepreneur, the problems you see are now positives. The show that hubby al is watching downstairs, <laughs> if you're on the other side, is a positive. And so you want to make sure that you are operating in a way to where the perceived negatives can actually be a positive in your life. And if right now you're looking at everything as negative and it's only going to affect you negatively, then here's the truth. The truth is that you're in a situation to where the vehicle that you are operating in right now is leading you to the cliff and you're about to fall over on a cliff. Conversely, you can also get into a new vehicle to where you're not driving off a cliff. You're actually flying past the cliff. And the only difference is the vehicle. One is having a business. The other is not. It's a hundred percent true. So you've got it. I think it's the only way. I mean, to be honest, I mean, many people I've been talking to lately, I'm like, they're like, should I leave my job? Should I not? I'm like, why would you build something for a hospital-based system that isn't even mentoring you to show you how to do things? And so they just feel like they can't get traction. But so they just think, well, my belief is, well, if I can't do it for them, then why can't I do it for myself? You can definitely do it for yourself if you have the right tools and understand how to progress things and be able to skyrocket yourself. But a lot of times it's the belief of, oh, well, this is holding me back because I tried it here and it didn't work. But maybe they just didn't have the resources to then be able to rocket ship them in their own you know, practice. Right. I, I think the big thing is you know, understanding that right now, if you're saying those things, then your current belief system is not serving you. Okay. By the way, I, I don't want to try to come down on anybody that uh, believes that. There were times where I had certain beliefs that didn't serve me. Okay. They were my beliefs. I took them. They were my, I take complete ownership of them. 
And I have beliefs today that I take complete ownership of as well. Those beliefs today are serving me to have the life that I'm having today. The beliefs that I had before I got started in business were serving me for me to not have a business. I'm going to give you some of my beliefs that that I had. It might not be yours, but these were just mine. For me, it was, I don't feel like I have enough experience. I don't have enough experience as a licensed physical therapist in order to be successful in business. Where did that belief come from? Somebody gave that to me. Who gave that to me? My professors. My professor said that in order for you to eventually have the ability to have a practice, which very, very, very few physical therapists out there actually own a practice, you're going to have to be a master clinician. That's what I believed. I changed that belief. I changed that belief. And my belief now is that the patient experience that I give them is much more, infinitely more important than my years of experience. Which belief is serving me? Well, I've gone on to help thousands of healthcare professionals start and grow their first business to six figures and now even seven figures. Which belief serves? One was making me actually stay and work for the man and make me not actually move towards actually building a life of time, financial, and clinical freedom. The other, well, the, the proof is in pudding. You know what I mean? So you guys have to be careful of what belief systems you're adopting and then ask yourself, why do I have this belief? Who put this in me? Who told me this? Why do I believe this? And is this belief serving me right now? I think this is huge for pelvic health because, you know, we have to have extra courses and people have come up with all these courses of how to treat the pelvic floor. In reality, it's really not that hard. It's all about two things, pressure control and lengthening muscle and then re-educating it. That's it. That's literally it. And so this whole belief thing of I have to have more courses holds very true to the pelvic health community. It, it holds true to every single healthcare community because you were taught in a middle-class education, traditional education first model and traditional education first model, which is a middle-class model says that the more education you get, the better off your life will be. And when I say education, I'm talking about traditional education. So the more, so hence, if I am a pelvic health therapist and I've done level one, if I do level two, then more people will want to come and work with me. If I do level three, is there a level three? Is there a level three? I don't know. No, not really. But I mean, you can call it level three. It's fine. Let's call it level three. If I do level three, more people will want to work with me once I do level three. If I do a level 18, then I'll get 18 times more people wanted to work with me at 18 than wanted to work with me at one. You guys getting this? This is a typical middle class, no pun intended and no offense, broke ass mindset that unfortunately makes you stay in your head and makes you play a game where it actually is not true. By the way, you can believe that story all you want. Is it currently serving you right now? Are you currently, when people say, like they say right now, hey, things are going to go up by 7% next month. Does that concern you? Kelly, does that concern you if anything goes up by 7% next month? No. No, I, 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 y'all can go up by 70%. It really doesn't matter at this point, okay? It does matter. But, but again, does that concern you? So the thing is that, which story do you want to believe? Here's the other story. This is my story. My story is, The person that knows how to explain the person's problem the best in the perceived eyes of the customer wins. Communication. The person that makes the most amount of relationships with other customers, with other providers, with other businesses, and brings them the most value is going to eventually get the most customers and win. The person that adopts the wealth mindset, which is... I am going to redeem my time, which means that I am going to 
use money to buy back my time instead of using all my time to work for someone else to get a little bit of money. For me, that's what that's a story I tell myself and that is what has worked for me. So, you all have to really 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 analyze what are you doing here? What are you doing? And how bad is it going to have to get in order for you to make that leap and to make that jump? And when I say leap and jump, it could be signing up for a challenge. It could be, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go out there and start to communicate with people and start to make relationships. It could be that you're sitting on the fence, BS and playing games, and you've never actually made an offer to anyone. It could be you have one client and you've never tried to ascend the client to something new or something better. I don't know what that is for you, but whatever it is, you got to figure out what the heck is holding you back and why can't you take that next step? Because what I can tell you is that, you know, I know people always say, oh, well, I finally did it. The timing was right. No, baby, the timing's been right. I know everybody, oh, I just got to wait for the right time. Right time for what? So many people say that. I hate it. They're like, well, I have a baby and whatever. This is the perfect time then. This is the right time. Okay. Tell that to your kids. Tell that to your kids when your kids get to be 18 and then you start telling them that they need to go after their goals and dreams and your kids become total dodo birds and they do nothing. (laughs) And then you're like, why are you like that? Because I watch you, mom. The timing is now. Yep. Don't wait, people. Don't 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 wait. your kids, when your kids are like, no, mommy, I got to wait for the time is right. Wait, I need you to do your homework. No, I got to wait for the time is right. The hell did you say to me? <laughs> Mommy, I got to wait for the time is right. Well, that's what you're saying. So you can't, you can't blame them. So <laughs> you guys got to be very mindful of this. You're talking about the timing is right. There's nothing promised to us. I, like right now, I don't know if as soon as I leave the studio, if when I go home, I'm going to get hit by a Mack truck. Don't say that. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to. But my point is, is that who told you how long you have on this earth? Who told you how long you have to parent your kids? Who told you how long you have to be able to fulfill out whatever, you know, ministry or mission God has planned for you? Who told you how much time you have? So how can you say to me the timing is not right right now? No, no. What I can tell you is the truth is that most of y'all struggle with perfectionism, meaning that you will not put anything out until you feel like that time it is perfect which it will never be, which is why you will stay where you are. Am I being too rough on your audience? I love no. them. You know, and you know, I don't think there's anybody that I'm rougher on than you, right? Okay. I know. And they're used to me and I, I don't sugarcoat things, so it's fine. <laughs> I, 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 just feel, I just feel like, I just feel like, like we have to be very careful of the stories that we're telling ourselves. And we have to understand that those stories have repercussions to them, okay? They do, they do. They have re- severe re- uh, you, you know, repercussions. So, you know, look, I just want you all to understand this here. If there's anything that I could help you all with is if you want to, you can go back and just understand a couple of things. Understand that there's different levels of learning how to do something. Okay. I initially said that an entrepreneur is someone that owns and operates a business and is willing to do so to solve problems for people and is also willing to do so at the risk of financial, you know, ramifications. Okay. That's what an entrepreneur is. And if you don't want to be one, and you don't want to adopt that definition, then, you know, so be it. That's fine. But what I can tell you is that in order to be an entrepreneur, you have to learn how to be one. And so there's different levels of learning. This is actually something I'm going to talk about in next week's you know, challenge. There's one level of learning where a lot of you feel like, I just don't know enough about business and I haven't learned it well enough yet to feel comfortable with going out on my own. Okay. 
Well, I think one of the things is I don't think people understand what learning truly is. The way that we learn in a traditional way is that we learned a concept or we learned something and we were supposed to memorize it. And if we were able to regurgitate that back through memorization onto an exam, we actually would get an A if we did it really, really, really well. If we did it pretty darn good, we got a B. If we did it okay, we got a C. And if we did it not so good, we got a D. And if we did it really bad, we got an F. What were we doing? Regurgitating back to information. But that is not learning. Learning at the lowest level is learning how to, is learning about something. So learning about business, right? Maybe this podcast might've given you a nugget or two about business, but that's not the highest level of learning. The second level of learning is learning how to actually do something. And that's typically by watching someone. Okay. So basically I'm not just learning about it. Now I'm learning how to do it and I'm doing it like step-by-step, right? So like for me, let's just say it was, I wanted to learn how to hire better. Okay. I would go and I would like go to a seminar or today you go on YouTube or whatever, and you learn those things. And then the highest level of learning is I'm going to actually do the thing. So when I do it, like, I don't have notes for this podcast, like, you know, just start the podcast. I can talk about it because this is like my life. You see what I'm saying? Because I've actually done the thing. So it's, it's really, I'm not saying I have all the answers to business, but I know a lot because I've done it for many years. So I've just been in a lot of situations. So that's why when I say something, Kelly's like, yep, my clients say the same thing too. Yep. They say, because we've done this for a long time, right? So it's understanding that you have a responsibility to learn at the highest level. And the only way you're going to learn at the highest level is if you actually do the thing. So if you've just been taking in stuff from people and you're not doing anything, then you're actually saying, I don't, I'm, I'm not willing to learn. Like you can't just learn by reading a book and that's all you do. You actually have to put the thing into play. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you, if you go to marriage counseling, like, like in order to learn what they said, you actually have to go do it at home now. Okay. Or you really didn't learn anything. Sorry. I'm kind of in a good mood today. So. <laughs> No, it's so true. You've got to put it into action. Take action, people. <laughs> That's it. I mean, if you want to learn, and I, I just think that people think there's a difference between learning and taking action. Oh, I need to learn about it more. No, no. you can take action. No. No, 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 no. Learning is taking action. Right. Okay. Learning is taking action. Right. But, like, for instance, like I know Kelly, Kelly, aren't you doing that? Like that, like boxing, boxing thing right now. Okay. So like, do you think that if your trainer came to the house every morning, right? Mm-hmm. And what your trainer did is your trainer went to the garage and you open up the garage, right? And your trainer just handed you a book and gave you the book and said, all right, here's today's session. Bye. And went right back to his car and drove off. And all Kelly did was learn about how to box, how to do fitness boxing, one-on-one. And then the next morning, trainer comes by again. It says, how was that reading? It was great. Okay, here, I got something new for you. And then trainer gave her, another pamphlet on learning how to do boxing 102. And imagine if they never actually did boxing. No, we, and we didn't. That's the crazy thing. And I think I'm pivoting here, but another great example of this is my renovation this past week is I know I did implementation work, but I truly wanted to just try to do the thing. So I had hire these workers. Right. And mm-hmm. they're like, okay, well you can help us. And I'm like, okay, what do you want me to do? They're like, okay, just start pulling up the floor. Do I know how to pull up a floor? No, but I wanted to try. So I was actually learning on the job because potentially maybe I have rental properties, maybe whatever, and I can learn how to do this stuff. So actually why I'm paying these workers to help me out, 
I am doing the task as well because I wanted to learn. I learned how to patch up a, a gap in a wall that was like this big right. and had it like, so there was a lot of learning that I actually was just doing a task that was, you know, just on the spot. And that's what it's like in business. You've got to learn as problems come up. So every little thing that came up, I was like, okay, I'll try it. Give me it. Like, just I'll do it. You know? You know, I, I find that that's, that's so interesting because here, let me ask you a question now with that. So you learned how to patch a wall. You learned how to pull up flooring. Yep. Was anything after you did it, were you like, oh my gosh, that's something I can never, ever do again? No, I was like, I want to do it again. Like, wow, I could actually do this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And I think one of the things that people get twisted sometimes is they'll say to me, well, man, I'm just like a lifelong learner. Right. They all say that. There, you know, I'm just one of those lifelong learners. I'm just, but you really aren't. You really aren't because what you are is you're, you're a lifelong low level learner. Say that. Maybe that's a better way to say it. I'm a lifelong low level learner. I want to learn to do things, but I don't ever want to do them. Okay. I'm a lifelong, like, like people say, oh my gosh, if I, like, I just think I want to go to school again. No, that means that you just want to learn at the lowest level. The highest level of learning is actually doing the thing. So I'm just telling you all that because if you want to make the ascension now, okay, you, you've got to understand that you have to start and you have to act and you have to figure out if you're not acting, you got to figure out why, why am I not doing this? What is it that like, do I just feel like I really don't know enough? Okay, great. Well, next week I'm going to do a challenge for a buck and you can come in and in three days, you'll know enough to get started. Okay. Do I feel like I know enough, but I'm just like, I don't know. There's like something missing. Okay. Well then you need to figure out what is that thing that is missing? That's making you not take that next step to actually learn how to truly do it. And then to have enough information, just enough to start doing it. And then you continue to do it until you achieve mastery. Guys, I have to say too, I joined Greg's challenge. One of his challenges, it's a different, this is a different one, but still I joined his challenge back in 2020 and for $99 and it's made me over a million dollars. So I'm just saying that, you know, this is a $1 thing. I mean, the proof's in the pudding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know what to tell y'all, but I'm <laughs> just saying, listen, at, at some, what I think one of the biggest things, and I think Kelly, you can speak on this just as much as I can, is that if you are going to be an entrepreneur, I'm not saying it is for everyone, but what I can say is that things are a little bit different today. Okay. And I would say 10 years ago, I'd say entrepreneurs is not for everyone. And the reality is that you could work for someone as long as like, if you don't have any big goals, big dreams, big aspirations as a physical therapist, you could work for someone and live a fairly decent life. You know what I mean? You're, you, you, I mean, you ain't going to ever be able to do whatever the heck you want, when you want, how you want, but you can live okay and not have all the pressure and stuff like that. You guys, times are different. It's 2022. And I don't believe that anymore. I reserve the right to change my mind at any time based on how the world is changing. And I've changed my mind. I actually believe that entrepreneurship now, whether you think it's for you or not for you, I don't think you have a choice. Yeah. It's a must. You have to do it. I, 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 re- I don't think you have a choice anymore. I think that there's like a bell curve that I talk about all the time. And when I talk about the bell curve, you guys, if anybody's Follow me just like online. If you're seeing my face, just kind of follow me here. The rest of you, just imagine that I'm at the bottom of like a road. Okay. And at the bottom of the road, I want you to think of like in the 1700s, 1800s, the way that things used to work back then is that families 
One family picked cotton, one family, you know, made oranges, one family, you know, made apples, one family, you know, you know, herded cows and did this and da, 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 whatever. And what they did is they exchanged with each other. Okay. And that's how we did things. And then the curve started to go up and we started to create industrial, which means that instead of families doing it with each other, now it was companies that said, Hey, we're going to sell all the cattle. We're going to sell all the oranges. We're going to sell all the cotton. We're going to sell all this. We're going to sell all that. Okay. But now if you notice what's happening is that it's coming back down. And what's happening now is that it's back to the small business that's able to provide value in a way that the big businesses are so arrogant and think that they don't have to do anything different because they are who they are. And what's happening now is that I believe we're going back into the age of where the majority of people are going to have to become entrepreneurs. Right now, it's just a matter of survival. It's a matter of survival. I mean, how much longer can you like tolerate you getting zero to 3% raise with most of you knowing you're getting zero, but we're having 36 to 60% increase in expenses every so How much longer can you tolerate that? And just because if you decide today that I'm going to be an entrepreneur today, that doesn't mean you can go out tomorrow and like have a full load of patients paying you $300 a pop, right? There is a process to building to having that happen. So how much longer can you wait to start that process for that to happen? For some people that are willing to act, it happens a lot sooner than others. But how much longer can you wait knowing what is happening right now? Or have you just numb yourself to what's happening and you're just like, it's like not checking your checking account knowing you're broke. Like, I just don't want to look at it. It's okay. Let's just pretend like none of this is happening. It is happening. It's happening right now. So, you know, it's just a decision that everybody's going to have to make. I personally believe that now we're all having to be entrepreneurs and I'm serving Kelly. Kelly serves me. Kelly serves somebody else. The people that she has as her clients have to go serve other people. And we don't need hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clients. If we have 10, 15, 20 clients, we're making, you know, 150, $250,000 a year. We're living okay. We're able to handle all these things going on in the world. And we're working about half the time that we're working, you know, for the men. And that's it. Yeah. I see now that I'm on the other side, I completely get, you know, if you're out there thinking, man, I'm so scared to do this, but now that I'm on the other side, I mean, to me, there is no risk. You could always find a job. You can always like, there's always someone that's going to be calling. I still get text message messages to this day of, Hey, you want to come join this PT clinic? And I think every single time I get one of those, like, Oh my God, thank God. I don't have to go work with seal nursing job and this other thing just to pay my student loans. Like it just brings back so many memories when I get that text message. And if only I could just say to them what I want to say back, it would just be like amazing. But for those people that are like, man, I'm so, you know, scared guys, just do it. And look, if it doesn't work out, you can go get a job tomorrow. You can go get a second job tomorrow. Look, whatever you want to do, you can do that. But to me, there is no risk in the fact that just make the jump and try, just start to try, just start to do something to get your business going forward. And literally all you need is a table and less than $800 in your bank account to buy that table. And that is it. That's literally it. Have y'all ever gone to a circus before? Kelly, you ever gone to a circus? I don't see you as really a circus person, but have you ever gone to a circus before? Yes. Okay, you have. All right. So I remember going to the circus as a kid, right? And there was this, like, you know, some people, they have their favorite thing to watch or whatever. My favorite thing to always watch was a tightrope. Okay. It was when it was when it was when the person was going on a tightrope 
And I want you all right now just to close your eyes as long as you're not driving. Close your eyes and think of a balance beam right now. Okay. And you're on the far end of a balance. And at the end of the balance beam, it says $1 million. Okay. But you got to get to the end of the balance beam. Okay. To me, I think of entrepreneurship like that. I think of entrepreneurship that we are on the balance beam and we have to get to the other side in order to get the million dollars. Okay. Kelly in March of 2020 was decided to get on the balance beam. And at the other side was a million dollars. Now here's the deal. There's a net. So even if you were to fall off the balance beam, which, which you could, there's a net and there's a ladder. So you fall off. (gasps) You fall. Did you fall on the concrete? No, there's a net. The net is that job that you're getting texts for and emails for. I got an email yesterday for a great job with great benefits and a great in Lakeland, Florida. We would love for you, Greg, to come work for us. Yes. <laughs> okay, look, guys, I guess technically my net is there, technically, okay? Like the one thing I know is that as a physical therapist, like I'll never be in a situation to go hungry, right. okay? All right, I mean, like there's always a way for me to make money. I, I mean, I, I act like the net's not there, but the net is there, okay? So my thing is this, is that if you decide that, you know what, I'm not gonna play this tightrope game, fine. No problem. But there is nothing in front of you. Is there anything right now that's in front of you in your current situation that's making you want to get better? Is there anything right now in front of you that's making you want to become better at communicating with other clients? Is there anything right now that's in front of you that's making you want to become better at getting in front of more people and getting more people to resonate with your message of how you can help them with the gifts, the skills, and the talents that you have? And if you answer no to all those things, and that means that you have nothing to look forward to. You have nothing that's pushing you right now to get better. And that's worse than being on a tightrope with a net. That's like the worst thing you could ever ask for. Because that means that there's nothing right now that's pushing you at all. I personally believe that we're on this earth to be able to use our gifts and talents that we have to serve as many people with as bigger problems as they have. And if you don't have that opportunity to do that, that means that you have no desire to get better. You have no desire to level up. You have no desire to increase your skills. You have no desire for any of those things to happen. To me, you're, I mean, you're already dead. And so the ladder is, we didn't go over the ladder. The ladder is a program I, or a challenge to get you to. Yeah, sure. The, la- the, the ladder is that your life gets better when you get better. And I know for me that if I get better, my life is going to get better than what it is today. And what I've also come to understand is that when I get better as an entrepreneur, because I'm playing a game where if my if I get better, my life gets better. I know that if I get better as an entrepreneur, I get better at my time management. I get better as a person. I get more patient. I get more inspiring. I get better at my communication. I also realize that my life gets better in my marriage. I realize that my life gets better as a parent of four kids. I realize that my life gets better health-wise because my life gets better when I get better. And when I'm playing that game, I'm not saying it's an easy game to play, but when I'm playing that game, a lot of other things get better. So if that's you and you're like, damn, I want that. I can tell you right now, next week, I'm teaching people how to be entrepreneurs, how to own and operate a business. It's only going to be three days, but in three days, I'm going to teach you. These are the main things that you need to understand to own and operate a business. Today, I just had a consulting meeting with someone. Those consulting meetings, if you're a non-client in my main programs, it's $25,000. If you're in my programs, those consulting meetings are $10,000, okay? I'm going to teach you what I would be telling people and what I work on with people in my $10,000 to $25,000 an hour meetings. I'm going to teach you exactly all those principles in three days for $1.
And my reason for doing that is strictly because we are right now at a do or die situation for healthcare. If you all don't learn how to do this, healthcare is in, it's already in massive you know, trouble, but you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Okay. So I'm going to do it one time and one time only. It's build the biz challenge.com. We'll put in the show notes, build the biz B I Z challenge.com. And yeah, I'm really excited about it. June 27th to 29th, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 7 PM to about 8 PM each day. And if you want to do VIP and ask me questions for about an hour, hour and a half, me and Kelly and other people will be there to answer questions. Cool. Can't wait guys. Make sure you sign up. Come on. Build the biz challenge.com. So I'm excited for it. And, you know, I just remember when you were in a similar situation and I, I know that there's other people out there that they might not know what you know today, but Hey, you know what? All you needed was an opportunity. You were just looking for that opportunity and you took it and you ran with it. And yeah, I just needed guidance. I didn't even know that this existed. And I think that's the biggest thing is just knowing that, Hey, you know, having a mentor to help guide you and not make, not make as many mistakes and uh, just accelerate the process is only like the icing on the cake besides you just having freedom and everything else. So Right. So yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah, excited. It is exciting. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you, Greg, so much for coming on. And hopefully you guys took away lots of business advice today. Thanks guys. Thank you. If you are ready to change your life, click the link in the show notes to get your ticket to Pelvi Biz. Let's go.